This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, ladies. I'm going to do something just a little bit different with our podcast today. Normally, I just write my own stuff, but a very dear friend of mine had posted something on Facebook that I thought was very, very good. And I seldom see something that I just like every piece of it. So I wanted to share that with you. And it's written by a man named Steve Goff. I have no clue who he is. But he wrote an article about how Jesus dealt with his friends. And he says, A true friend is not easily found. A trustworthy advocate who consistently manifests affection for us and who honestly seeks our best interest without ulterior motive is rare in this life. But one such friend available to all men is Jesus Christ. In temptation, we can find no greater comfort than from Him, who was in all points tempted like as we are, yet without sin. In tribulation, we have no surer companion. In victory, no more joyful comrade. And His actions toward His disciples serve as a perfect illustration of what a true friend is. Jesus loved His friends. He was not a selfish love, spent as an investment, expecting a reward for feigned affection. Rather, Jesus sought the best for others, and His love for His friends was constant, not a fair-weather friend. Jesus exemplified Proverbs 17.17, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. He cried at the tomb of Lazarus, even knowing that He would raise this friend from death, prompting someone to say, Behold how he loved him, John 11:36, And he performed the ultimate expression of love, giving his own life as a sacrifice for sinners. Jesus explained, Greater love has no one than this, that one lay down his life for his friends, John 15:13. Jesus was a loyal person to his friends. There is a friend who sticks closer than a brother, Proverbs 18:24. While teaching at Capernaum, Jesus was told that his mother and brothers waited to speak to him. His loyalty to his disciples was exhibited by his reference to them as his true kin. For whoever does the will of my Father, who is in heaven, he is my brother and sister and mother. Matthew 12:50. In life, Jesus forsook personal gain and comfort in order to teach his friends. And after his death and resurrection, Jesus promised his disciples, I am with you always, even to the end of the world, Matthew 28, 20. Through thick and thin, Jesus is a loyal friend. Jesus told the truth to his friends. And I think this is really important, ladies. This is something that really hit home with me. Because I think we all struggle with this a lot. Friends speak the truth even when the words are hard to utter. A true friend will rebuke and admonish when such is needed. Jesus told the lukewarm Laodiceans, Those whom I love I reprove and discipline. Therefore be zealous and repent. Revelation 3.19 When his disciples displayed a lack of trust during a storm, Jesus rebuked them. Matthew 8.26 Jesus was a friend enough to 
to prepare his disciples with instruction in the will of God. He was a friend enough to warn them of Satan's deceits, which would ensnare even Peter, Matthew 26:31-34. Jesus was a friend enough to express his innermost emotions as he anticipated the agony of crucifixion, saying, My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here with me and keep watch with me. Matthew 26:38. And Jesus displayed concern for his apostles, foretelling of his death, and telling them, Let not your heart be troubled. John 14:1. Jesus encouraged his friends to be righteous. This is the mark of a true friend. Young people and others often mistake interest for friendship. Those who claim to be friends may exert pressure to engage in premarital sex, drinking, taking drugs, or lascivious dancing. But these are not friends. What true friend would encourage action resulting in the loss of one's soul? A true friend wants us to be what is best. Jesus was that kind of friend, encouraging his followers to shine forth in good works. Matthew 5.16 and to walk the narrow way, which leads to life, Matthew seven thirteen through 14 Jesus prayed for his friends. In the final hours before his betrayal, Jesus prayed for his disciples. He prayed for their unity, John seventeen eleven. He asked the Father to keep them from evil, verse 15. He prayed for their faithfulness to the truth, verse 17, and for their salvation and reward in heaven, verse 24. Jesus set an example for his friends. Our Lord never asked his disciples to do anything new, untried, on their own. In all things he paved the way and promised to be with us every step of the way. His impeccable life serves as our example that we should follow his steps, 1 Peter 2.21. Teaching obedience he obeyed even unto death. Teaching love for others, he gave his own life for mankind. Teaching humility, he washed the feet of his servants. Teaching forgiveness, he forgave those who through hatred and envy nailed him to the cross. He is the great example. From this study, we conclude two great lessons. First, the life of Jesus provides our great example of how to trust friends. A true friend acts in love, is loyal to the end, encourages righteousness, prays for his friends, and sets an example worthy of emulating. Second, we are reminded that all these benefits of being a friend to Jesus may be claimed by those who obey him. Jesus said, You are my friend if you keep my commandments, John fifteen fourteen. To know that we have a loving and loyal friend who lived and died for us is to be assured that ours is the best friend a man could ever have, or a woman. And so with appreciative hearts, we often sing with fervent voices, Jesus is all the world to me, and true to him I'll be. Oh, how could I this friend deny, when he's so true to me? Following him, I know I'm right. He watches o'er me, day and night. Following him by day and night, he's my friend. Ladies, I really do appreciate that article for all the things that he's tried to encourage us to do. And I couldn't have said it any better myself, so I just decided that I would read that to you. 
I will make a little disclaimer that I would have used the King James Version because I am a King James person. I'm not sure what version that was, so please do not misquote me as liking another version that was maybe not good. I don't know what it was. But I wanted to read that in its entirety the way it was written because I didn't want it to be me speaking. I wanted to let the words speak from the man who wrote them. And again, I do not know who he was, but I do agree with that article that he wrote. And I think if we all took that to heart, we would be very well off and standing in a good conscience with our Lord. I wish you all everything that you ever desire in life, but especially to have a home in heaven with our Father, and I hope to see you there. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.